0: i was distracted i'm sorry
1: welcome to week 68 all the balls jake platter justin miller I it. sorry for the delay jake was um jake was busy at work so we're, we're a little delayed here today but yeah you know what we don't miss weeks we don't miss months we don't miss days we don't miss years we don't miss anything but we've made it live from I that's my drink easton massachusetts thanks chris for letting us do the show here we really appreciate it and um oh. jake Starting the show off on a little bit of a sad note. I said, you know what? You got to get it out of the way. Former Patriot. Former Patriot. Former Denver Bronco. Former former, Probably the best wide receiver. Yeah, for like a week or a month or something like that. I remember. Demarius Thomas did die. I don't think so. Okay. Overall thoughts, Demarius Thomas, one of the best wide receivers. Really could argue top 10 of all time.
0: Probably not, but pretty close. I'm not going to speak ill of the dead. I think pretty close. I think that's a bad argument. Um... I don't I don't think he was that good. He had a few very good years in in his career. Courtney says hi to Chris. Um, very tough just to, it's you know hard seeing any young guy like that go. You know, nobody wants that to happen. Um but very sad, very unfortunate. Um I'm glad we can honor him a little bit with uh, some airtime.
1: Yeah. I mean there's no doubt about it. This guy was unbelievable. Watching the Manning versus Brady games back in the day, Demarius Thomas was always that guy that you're really like, "Oh shoot, Demarius Thomas is on the other side." This guy was awesome catching oh, the ball, getting yards after the carry. If you don't remember the the famous catch, Tim Tebow to Demarius Thomas in overtime against the Steelers.
0: I was at Doyle's and they Easton. and murdered by the Patriots.
1: Yeah, they did get murdered in that game, but man, that was a crazy moment. And this is a guy that was a top wide receiver in the NFL for at least when yeah, we were five alive, years or so. Yeah, he's a five time Pro Bowler. There you go, Super Bowl champion. And definitely the top wide receiver on those Denver Broncos teams. The Peyton Manning did have a ton of good receivers on those teams, but... Eric Decker. Apparently he had a seizure in the shower, which is obviously, yep. obviously devastating news, and... Nothing ever good comes out of that. Apparently, they, he was having seizure for like the past four or five months and they just found him, which, if you didn't watch the Denver Broncos game this past week, I know a lot of people probably didn't, but they honored him. Justin Simmons got a pick, put the football on number 88
0: on the sidelines. And yeah, they actually said the last touchdown of the game was 88, or the last drive of the game was 88 yards. Wow. That's crazy. So,
1: in honor of Demarius Thomas, we're going to miss you. One of the better wide receivers in our lifetime. Definitely a big loss for the game of football and definitely just a big loss. In general, but moving on from that, the Demarius Thomas news. Of course, there wasn't a Patriots game this week, so I was I was thinking overnight. I was twisting and turning all night. I was I was going to the bathroom. I was changing my. Cha- I'm just kidding. But no, I was thinking, what else should we do? Because we can't do three ups and three downs to the Patriots. So you know what I said. I called Jake late at night. I think it was one in the morning. I said, you know what? Let's do three ups and three downs. I didn't answer. Yeah, Jake was sound asleep. I said, let's do three Actually, ups and three downs. I was downs. awake,
0: but I saw that it was
1: Justin's. So he ignored. Answer. He ignored my phone call, unfortunately, but. I said, you know what? Let's do three up and three downs throughout
0: the NFL, and I don't think he wanted to do it. You just no, said no. I, I, yeah, I said that's this is a special thing we do for the Patriots. We're not gonna, you know, do it for other people, but here we are doing it. So I said to Jake, "Screw you! I'm
1: still gonna do it." And here we go. So three ups and three downs. Let's start with. Uh, we'll start with the ups, I guess. Number one up in the week of football for me. I, I guess I'm being a little biased here because I had him on my fantasy How football Dalvin team. About Dalvin Cook. On that's a, Thursday night. That's a good one, but I kind of forgot all about Thursday because it's so far. That gone. was almost
0: a week ago, but Dalvin Cook had a monster game on Thursday night. Two touchdowns, 150 on the ground. Incredible game for Dalvin Cook. Part of the reason they uh, were able to take that one home.
1: It's a good up for not doing it before the show. But thank you. Number one up for me this week. I missed him on my fantasy teams this season. New Orleans Saints running back Alvin Kamara, he definitely cost me probably my season because I didn't make the playoffs in any of my leagues, but Alvin Kamara's the guy that came back this week and looks like he didn't miss any time at all. He had almost 100 yards. Again, it was against a crappy team that Connor Howell calls the New York Jets, but Alvin, so Kamara, Alvin Kamara had a great game. He got into the end zone, broke a couple tackles, and... For you to miss three or four weeks like he did, it didn't look like he really missed any time, the way he played, the way he caught the ball, the way he ran the ball. He's good. So, Alvin Kamara, one of the better running backs in the league, you're on my ups list this week. Congratulations to you.
0: Yeah, can I give out another up? Yeah, what is it? You know, this guy didn't really go off, per se, but he has had an incredible stretch the last few weeks, so I think it's worth acknowledging Chris Godwin has probably been targeted about 40 times in the last three games. He's Brady's favorite target uh, now. Has about 30 catches, uh, and and he is absolutely balling. He, like you said, Brady's favorite target. He is a full-blown safety net for probably the best quarterback in, in the league still. Um, so got to give some props to that guy. He's been killing it, especially with Antonio Brown out, Gronk in and out of the lineup. He's really overshadowed Mike Evans, who everyone thought would be the best receiver going into this year.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with you. The last two weeks, he's been phenomenal. And he's really had a good season overall. And the, again, I think he's only 24, 25 years old. So that's pretty impressive. On me up. Alvin Kamara was number one for me this week. Number two up for me this week. I got to give it up to a guy. I don't think it's going to happen. But this guy has a chance to be the defensive rookie of the year and the defensive player of the year in the NFL. Every time you watch be. the Dallas Cowboys, Micah be. Parsons is making a play left and right. Guy's having a phenomenal season. One of the main nope. reasons Dallas is first in the E.A. He's probably not going to be. He's going to be no, the— No, I
0: got the Rookie of the Year someone else. Defensive Rookie of the Year. Who? Sir Sertan? Sertan? No way. Yeah, he has like It's going to be Micah Parsons. It'll be Micah
1: Parsons. I don't think so. But anyways, this guy's had a phenomenal season coming out of Penn State. A lot of people said going in this was going to be the best defensive player in the draft. He looks like far and away the best player in the draft right now. And I think Sertan is good, but I don't think it's even that close. <laughs> Jake's a Sertan Fantastic. He's good. But turn on the Dallas Cowboys game. and I will not. We'll be talking later tonight. Did you hear that? Um... Oh, never mind. All right, Jake says never mind. But, yeah, number two up for me this week, Micah Parsons. Guy's an absolute stud. He's a star. He's made the Dallas Cowboys defense top ten in the NFL. They're looking really legit right now. So that's number two for me. Number three up for me, as much as I don't love this guy, as much as I don't really like him at all, to be honest with you, I think Jimmy Garoppolo has been pretty good these last couple weeks.
0: Oh my God, where are you, where did you get that?
1: Been watching football. I haven't. <laughs> yeah, that's why. No, but I think Jimmy G's been solid. I think even though he has guys like George Kittle, Brandon IU and Debo, he doesn't have to do a whole lot, but the guy's not making many mistakes. He's winning football games. And the San Francisco 49ers have quietly won five of their last seven football games and are in playoff position right Very now. Very
0: quietly, because they still suck.
1: Shout out to Jimmy Garoppolo for at least being better than average the second half of the season so far.
0: Bravo, bravo. Better than average. You're fantastic.
1: I don't like Jimmy G, but... No. Shut, shut up. You gotta give Jimmy G a shout out where it's due. And I think no. it's due. The, We're you, not talking about the Dewey you, Decimal System.
0: You had 31 teams to pick a three up and three down for, and you chose Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes, I did. Ugly. Who do you want me to choose? Greg Blanchard? Half Half the league. Anyone else?
1: All right. So on that note, we're gonna move up to the move down to the three downs, and again, this is me being biased. But number one down for me this week was can you take a
0: guess? I have a pick of my own, but no, um, uh, number one down for me this week,
1: James Robinson. That's actually on the list. Nice. So, yeah, we'll start with that, but James Robinson's on the list because he got me, I think, negative 0.2 fantasy points this week. So that's exactly right. James Robinson's on the I down list. I mean, they have a shitty offensive line to begin with, but James Robinson at least get me one point to make me at least smile a tiny bit. I
0: have him down. All right, what is it? James Robinson's line? No. I don't care if they win by 100 points. I don't care if... They put up the most points they've put up in the past like three years. Oh no! I'm gonna give it down to Patrick Mahomes. He is just not playing like he should be. Um, yeah. He isn't be great. No, he is not. Um, I've been disappointed. He is really just not putting up Patrick Mahomes like numbers. And I know they're winning games. Their defense has stepped up, but it's not enough for me. He he's supposed to be this above and beyond. million quarterback, and I think the team, you know, would be better off paying less for someone else and and building the teams in some other way, the way he's playing right now. Who do you want, like Chad Henney? Yeah, Chad Henney, um, Kyle Orton. Chad Henney, Jen Kenney. Rex Grossman, (laughs) um, Brady Quinn, anyone really. Like, they'd all work. Um, But no, Patrick Mahomes is fantastic, but... There's an expectation that comes with him, and he's not doing it. MVP. Yeah, I completely agree with you. He was not on my down list
1: this week because I just kind of didn't won. think about it. I mean, they won. They won the game, but they yeah. Them. Pat Mahomes has not been Patrick Mahomes this season. He hasn't been his MVP self. Even Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey aren't having the best season they've well, ever that's had. Because of and Mahomes. that's the main reason why, because Patrick Mahomes hasn't been too phenomenal either. And the offensive line's better this season, so I don't think the excuses need to be on the offensive line either. But James Robinson was one of my downs. Another one of my downs, we'll get to my number one down third, but the New York Giants, I think they got a clean house again. I think this is horrible what's going on there. This I think a team, they got to, like,
0: rebrand. They, like, they need to be someone else.
1: This is a team that they beat the Patriots in two Super Bowls, and ever since then... Yeah, but one of them was 15 years ago. Yeah, but still, ever since then, though, it's been, it's been a complete shit show, in my opinion. It's been like, when you eat an egg roll and it's just not great.
0: Can you name... All right, here's a good trivia question for you, okay? Since the... The merger? No. Since the last Giants Super Bowl win, can you name every starting quarterback for the Giants? What, Eli Manning? That's one. One more? Nope, there's two other ones. Daniel Jones? That's one of them. Uh, Mike Mike Lennon? No. I did he start? Yeah. All right, he started. There's one more after that. Someone before uh, Daniel Jones, obviously. He started one game. Manny Eli, Geno
1: Smith. Oh wow, good one. That's a good trick. Tri- Remember they I benched Eli for yeah, Gino. That was Stupid. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, the Giants are on my down list because I don't think this franchise has done anything Anyone productive. Anyone commented
0: Geno Smith? Good job.
1: Yeah, but Dan Jones, whoever it is. Dan Jones. That's his name, isn't it? Danny Jones. They,
0: their franchise does not look good at all. All right, no, you know what it is for me. I think that going into the offseason, or coming out of the off season, the Kenny Galladay signing looked awesome, terrible. Like it was like okay, you just got Daniel Jones, that star receiver he really needs. The guy has hardly played. He's played like half the games this season. Their O line's bad. Saquon is not. He's not doing Saquon. what he should. He looks hurt. Sterling Shepard looks terrible uh slayton who was good last year isn't doing anything i have been disappointed with the whole team um evan ingram can't stay healthy they 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 really do they probably should clean house i think they should keep galladay kyle rudolph doesn't look like the reindeer no he's been... been good though he's actually been good he's the only one it's been bad all right
1: down number three for me it has to do with four different things do you know what they are
0: that's no that's a hard question
1: Down number three for me is all four of my fantasy football teams for not making the playoffs in any single league. That deserves to be on the down list. Shame on you, shame on you, shame on you, and shame on you. Who are you pointing at? All four of my teams. You should be
0: pointing at yourself. I'm pointing at... You failed four times.
1: The injuries, the the COVID, the the bugs. Nope,
0: you made every choice.
1: The points for and points against not going my way. You made
0: every choice that, that resulted in you not making the playoffs. I'm not
1: thinking about it again. You know what? I went to sleep last night and I barely did because I was thinking about it all night. I'm like... You know what you I, cry? I literally looked back and I was like, oh, shit. I probably could have made it in a couple of leagues if I made the best roster decisions.
0: Yeah, there's one league where I could have done that, too. <laughs> but, but you know everybody what? Everybody made decisions like that, and sometimes they work, and sometimes don't. But they
1: when it play. all comes down to it, I was thinking, I'm like, only one person wins a championship in each league, and they could have all been me. But we're focused on a different spreads thing, and we're not going to talk about that now because it has to do with betting, so we'll talk about that on a different show. Anyway, Warriors. three downs, James Robinson, Giants cleaning house. My fantasy football teams, shame on all four of you. And you get any more ups or downs before we move on to the National Hockey League? Um, Three of your four fantasy teams? Nope. Nope, I'm good. Okay, so Jake's good. Moving on to the NHL, something that we don't talk about too much, but I said we didn't talk about it last week, so we're more than a quarter through the season right now.
0: That's crazy. And I
1: was saying to Jake— you know how many
0: games it, I've watched?
1: Zero. That might be right. There's been some surprises. There's been some disappointments. There's been some great mascots. There's been some guys that have been on COVID leave. There's been some crazy things that have happened. But, Jake, before we talk about surprises and disappointments, are there any teams you're surprised about that have been very good this season? No. Disappointed about that have been very bad this season? No. All right, starting with the disappointments, the teams that have disappointed me so far, number one has to go to our hometown team.
0: The, the Boston Bruins. Nashville Predators. No. Okay.
1: Boston Bruins, to me, haven't been, really haven't been what we thought they would be. With all the talent they have, whether it's Martian, Bergeron, Pasternak, I don't care that Tukarast is in the, the goalie. This is a team that has one of the top 10 highest payrolls in the game. No, we were talking about old guys. Boychuk. All right, all right. But this is a team that Seidenberg. should be better. And they really, I believe they're 13-8 right now. They haven't really fulfilled our expectations so far. Wait, how many overtime I don't know. I don't like those. They conned them in the standings, but I don't like them. I think the Bruins have been a massive disappointment so far this season. Whether it's making a trade at the trade deadline, whether it's getting Tuukka Rask back healthy again, whether it's splitting up the first and second line, whether it's getting someone else on the defense to pair with McAvoy, I think there's an issue somewhere that we really don't know about yet. And like I've said before, and I'll say it again, David Krejci to me is a huge loss for this hockey team. Losing Zidane O'Chara, not like he used to be, but I think it's still a big loss for this hockey team. I think the youth movement, some of these past draft picks, have not been
0: really what we expected them to be for the Boston Bruins. You think that? You really think that? Yeah, do you? I feel like for the last couple years, we've been talking about how young this team is, and then they actually do well. I don't think they've gotten too far in the playoffs. No, but they've looked pretty good they're a
1: good they're a good regular season team and i'll give them credit for that but when they get to the playoffs i want to see them make something happen because i don't think they're getting too much younger i think martian is not going to be any better than he is right now i think bergeron's obviously at his peak Pasternak obviously has some years to go but i think losing crechey losing rask losing chara losing some of these older guys you need the youth movement to start happening and in my eyes i don't think it's happening right now and last time i checked they're down four nothing to a golden knights team that isn't one of the best teams in hockey so bruins they're definitely one of my disappointments so far this season. Disappointment number two for me, Jake. It got to be it got to be Connor Howell's team.
0: Yeah, the uh, the Knicks. No, the New York Islanders. Okay.
1: This is a team that last season they they beat the Bruins in the playoffs. They made the Eastern Conference Finals, the Eastern Conference Finals, whatever the Stanley Cup Finals, however you want to call it. You're looking at the standings now in the NHL. You realize what they're doing right now, Jake? No. This is a North Carolina Tar Heels team. What? I'm just kidding. This is a New York Islanders team that is seven and eleven and five, last Terrible. in last in the Metropolitan Division with nineteen points. This is a team that was amazing last season, great forwards, and this is a team that added Zedano Chara in the offseason. The youth movement is happening here, but it's not happening any better than the Boston Bruins. The Islanders, a team that makes the final four teams in the playoffs last season to be one of Should the worst teams us. in the league, that's not that's not a good sign for the organization. It should have been, but it wasn't. So the Bruins are on my disappointment list. The Islanders are on my disappointment list. And it was hard for me to pick a third one, Jake. It really was. Okay. But when looking at the standings, I know the Arizona Coyotes are are pretty bad. But 5-20-2 to have 12 points, that's horrible. Wow. I mean, seriously, to win five games all season...
0: That's ugly, man. They're on pace
1: to win 20 games. That's
0: terrible. That's absolutely terrible, as Charles Barkley would say.
1: And whether we're talking about the NBA or NHL, it's obviously different with parody sometimes playing a different factor in both leagues. That commercial
0: had Sean Marion on it. Who cares?
1: But to win five games, I think is pretty the bad. The So out of the Islanders, the Bruins, and the Coyotes, Jake, you, you any um, disappointment in any of these more than others? You don't have any disappointments? You love no, them all? No, I'm
0: very excited by the NHL.
1: All right, moving on to the surprises in the league. And two of my three surprises came from the Eastern Conference. One of them actually coming from the Western Conference. That's how that would work. The team that is in first place in the West, the fourth most points in all of hockey, a team that I did not have even making the playoffs this year.
0: Cougars, baby. The
1: Minnesota Wild are 19-8-1 with 39 points on the season. This is a team that has great depth throughout the organization. I thought it was gonna be about middle of middle of the pack. Loss. Yeah, one overtime loss. I thought they were gonna be about middle of the pack in the central conference. But they're not just playing good hockey right now. They're eight and two in their last ten games. Maybe
0: they just got a hot start.
1: Twelve and four in their last sixteen games. This is a team that has Stanley Cup aspirations right now and is playing better than teams such as the St. Louis Blues and Colorado Avalanche that I was extremely high about and Mike Crowdy. Had something in his pants. He loves the Colorado Avalanche. But th- that's a team that I'm very surprised about right now. Minnesota Wild are playing phenomenal hockey. Two other surprises for me right now. Got to give it up to the New York Rangers. 18 6 3. 39 points on the season. Well, that's tied. Tied with who? Minnesota? No, they're 19 8. Oh, the points wise. Yeah, you're right. Good. Jake's paying I'm glad he's paying attention. Yeah, this is why we have them on the show. This
0: is how I learned hockey.
1: But yeah, 39 points for the Rangers. This is a team that I think is extremely young, but is really extremely impressive what they've done so far this season. A team that I really didn't think would maybe be a borderline playoff team right now, but veterans like Chris Kreider, whether it's Jesper Fast, they get some really good players on that hockey team. And like I said, the youth, the young guys on this team, are really making it happen right now. And then the third team for me that's really surprised me so far this season, the Florida Panthers are our team. It seems like they have about five or six former Bruins. Believe it or not, they're tied for the most points in the National Hockey League right now with 40. 18 wins, five losses. 18 and five right now. 40 points tied with the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Washington Capitals. And those three teams are currently on the top of the NHL landscape right now. Wow. And this is a Florida team I thought would make the playoffs, but I didn't see them this good. I thought the Bruins would be better than them. They might fall. And New York. You think they're going to fall? That's your bold prediction? I don't
0: know. I mean, it's early in the year. That's, you know... It's unusual for the teams that start hot to stay at the top the whole season. And the real question is how long are they going to stay at the top? Because
1: we talk about this all the time, but going in the NHL and the NBA, it seems like there's a lot more parity, especially when you get to the playoffs.
0: Definitely the NHL more than the NBA. You got those two or three teams
1: at the top. The NHL, the Dallas Stars could come out in ninth place and be like two two weeks later, you look up and they're in the Final Four team. Seriously. So it's definitely, you never know what's going to happen in the National Hockey League. And that brings me to almost my next thing. You got any Bruins surprise and disappointment so far this year? No. We already talked about it. their disappointment so far. I think their main disappointment this year, whether, whether my friend Greg tells me, whether it's Mike Craddy, whether, whether my dad starts talking about it, I think Taylor Hall has been an extremely disappointment guy on this Boston Bruins team so far. This is a guy they paid a good amount of money to have. He was supposed to be one of the better players on their second line, and I think he's been a major disappointment. I believe he only has three goals right now this season. Trash. And this is a guy a that... Former
0: MVP trash.
1: Jake, I'm surprised you knew he was a former MVP. Thanks. But anyways, we're not going to shit on Jake this week. Maybe next week. We'll but see what I yeah. do in trivia. Taylor Hall has been a major disappointment for this Boston Bruins team. And then moving on to surprises, a guy that I thought would be a, a better player than he was last season, Charlie Coyle's is a guy that the Bruins really counted on as a key signing for them. And he didn't really produce last season. But now you look at this season, I believe he has six goals. Wow, that's great. So kind of making up for Taylor Hall not being the player we thought he would be. I think Charlie Coyle's a player that's playing really good hockey right now, whether it's passing the puck, getting back on defense. Not, sco-
0: not a former MVP.
1: No, not a former MVP. But this is a guy that I did not have even close to the season he was having right now this season. I think Charlie Coyle's been a main reason why at least the Bruins are staying afloat above 500 in the Eastern Conference right now. So,
0: yeah.
1: Charlie Coyle, Taylor Hall, we're expecting a lot more from the Bruins as the season goes on, but now we'll, we'll get to something that Jake can talk about a little bit. We know you're not the biggest hockey fan in the world, but you've got to have a favorite thing. You've got to have a least favorite thing. What's your, what's your favorite
0: thing about the game of hockey? You know, I grew up playing soccer. Grew up. He had a bad I did also have that, um, but I grew up playing soccer. And to me, soccer and hockey are very similar style games. They there are goalkeepers, it's lower scoring, and it's a back and forth style game where, you know, one team possesses and then the other and you know, there's a lot of passing involved. It's you know, planning out your shot, there's no clock like in basketball where you gotta, you know, put the ball up in time. Oh yeah. Um to me those are two very similar games. But what I like about hockey more than about soccer is the fast pace of the game. I like that, you know, each team gets 30 shots on net. I like that, you know, there's, there's the up and down the ice, the, the power plays, the, the movement of the puck, how quickly they're going around. I, I really enjoy the fast-paced game. Even, You're though, used it's, to it, even though it's lower scoring than, than other games like basketball or football, I, I like the pace of hockey for sure. It keeps me entertained.
1: Yeah, that's definitely something, especially when it comes to playoff time, it's something, especially being at those games, it's something that whether you pay $100, 200 for, I think it's really... 7000 Not that much, but it's worth the price of admission. I think hockey is a game, like you said, that is really, really fast-paced and especially makes playoff action, especially a lot more entertaining to watch. But for me, my favorite thing I kind of touched on it a couple of minutes ago, but I think it's the parody in the league, to be honest with you. Sure. Whether, whether the NBA has those two or three top teams with the superstar talent at the top that you think are definitely going to make the championship at the end. I think the NHL is a league where even if you have that number one or number two team going into the playoffs, they could lose in the first round. You wouldn't be they completely could. shocked. It's
0: not uncommon.
1: This is this has happened three years, three years from now. It could happen whenever you want it to happen, honestly. But the Dallas Stars, it just happened to them. It's happened to the Boston Bruins before. The Boston Bruins have been in the position where you didn't think they'd get far and they made it to the Stanley Cup Finals and end up winning the Finals. But yep. hockey is a sport where I think you could be that eight seed, sneak into the playoffs the last couple weeks of the season and you end up looking at your calendar when it comes to the end of the season and you're, you're standing on top of the world with the Stanley absolutely. Cup. Absolutely.
0: You're absolutely right. And I do like that a lot. Um, we did talk about that a little bit when we compared it to basketball. Um, to me, hockey is the most likely sport where something like that does happen. Yeah, because, I mean,
1: football... Even it's more fact, than football. Yeah, and more than... Ba- baseball can, but the pitching becomes a big factor with that mm-hmm. as well. Yep. But then moving on to the thing that... I know, Jake, there might be more than one thing that you don't like about the game of hockey, but if you had to pick one, what do you think it would be? To me,
0: it is their sort of movement away from oh. fighting. Um,
1: yeah, it's kind of not there There's anymore. been
0: less and less fights. Um, and I, I think that hockey has to be a physical game and without this, you know, stoppage to see two guys knock each other's teeth out um, there's something lacking and and it's, you know, everybody liked a good fight everyone liked to see their team get riled up because the you know, their their guy won the fight um, so I, I think that the, the movement away from that is a little disappointing.
1: Yeah, I completely agree, I do miss it, I mean back in the day, I do see where the refs are coming from, you don't want these guys to get too injured but hockey's one of the sports where don't punch it, if you it's It's fun. Heard. Yeah, don't punch exactly. But it's one of the sports that I think would be more entertaining, to even have more viewership from people that don't especially like hockey if you see about two, three different fights every game would make right. it make the sport definitely pretty entertaining. But for me, the thing that I don't love about the game of hockey is not that I'm not a huge fan of shootouts in general, but I don't think a game should be decided by a shootout, to be honest sure. with you. Sure. I'd I rather will, see
0: a ten minute overtime. Did you let me ask you comparably, did you like the second base rule in baseball yes because i think
1: baseball is different where sometimes you're in the 15th inning on a on a the 17th of april and you're like what the hell am i doing up at three in the morning for watching one game out of 162 games okay but
0: but in hockey you're saying you'd rather like a 10 minute overtime period but the thing there's no goal
1: but the thing is it's four and four now
0: what if there's no goal i think it's a lot more likely there's goals. What if there's no goal keep on going To me, that's a problem. I think... Hockey is a more... Make it 20 minutes. Hockey is a more exhausting game. There's going to be a goal in 20 minutes. But hockey is a more exhausting game than baseball. I think that the shootout keeps these guys fresh. Sometimes they play back-to-backs. I think it makes more sense to get the game over without having to play an additional period of hockey... Than, than it does to say, okay, we're going to play overtime, and if one of you scores, we're good. If not, keep going. Yeah, I see where you're coming from, but maybe extend the overtime then. There's been less shootouts this season when you would go to 4-4
1: four four hockey than before when it was still 5-5 five five overtime. I just don't think a shootout is really a way to determine, like, oh, it's kind of like a penalt- penalty kicks in soccer.
0: I it's guess, been... but soccer ends in ties very often. Yeah, and hockey used to back in the
1: day before we were even born. They used to end in ties all the time. But... I didn't know that. It's shootouts are a thing that obviously a winner is going to happen a lot faster because there's three rounds and then you can go to a round robin and all that stuff. But maybe you shouldn't eliminate it, but I say extend the overtime to at least 10 minutes and then I think there's going to be a lot less shootouts between 5 and 10 minutes. I think that could be a huge difference. Okay. I mean, we'll see. It's probably not going to happen. We could just, we're just dreaming here, but you know what? you got to dream sometimes. You're dreaming. Far. All right, so that's the hockey stuff. We'll, we'll get some more hockey analysts and experts on the show in the future. Before we move on to the trivia questions for Jake... The Heisman winner in college football was recently announced, I believe, two nights ago. It came down to Kenny Pickett, the quarterback of Pittsburgh. C.J. Stroud, the quarterback of Ohio State. Aiden Hutchinson, the defense. People, people are saying the best defensive player in all of football from Michigan. Probably. And then Bryce Young, the quarterback of Alabama. I don't think any of us are too surprised that Bryce Young ended up winning the Heisman trophy. I think we trophy. Said last
0: week he, would, he was going to be He was the
1: definitely guy. the odds-on favorite and. Regarding him winning, it's the second year in a row it's been an Alabama guy, as it was Devontae Smith the year before the Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver. But Bryce Young, in my opinion, definitely deserved it, especially after that performance against Georgia.
0: I think so, too. I think statistically he was the best quarterback. Um, He put up huge numbers. But I did want to ask you. Do you think he's the best quarterback in this
1: draft? And that's what I was going to get to. And my answer to that is no. I th- and People are thinking he's coming back next season, by the way, to be the quarterback again for Alabama, first okay. of all. Okay. And second of all, I think Desmond Ritter has all the intangibles. I'm a big Ritter fan. To be the better. He could be the best quarterback coming out of this draft. I am a big fan of Kenny Pickett coming out of Pittsburgh as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: But Bryce Young's the guy that won the Heisman. We'll be watching him play Desmond Ritter in about three to f- three weeks, I think it is. but. He won, and coming in second was actually the defensive end, Hutchinson, out of Michigan, mm-hmm. who people are saying could be a top five pick in the draft. Harbaugh thinks he should be the number one pick. What else is he going to say? Should be the second round pick. No. Hutchinson, I think, is a good case that he could have won the Heisman Trophy, but he usually goes to a quarterback, first of all. And second of all, there were a lot of other options in this draft, I mean, in this league so far in college football this season, whether it was C.J. Stroud. We were watching him in the first couple weeks, and I thought he looked horrible.
0: Yeah.
1: But he really kept on improving as Ohio State season went on, and I I don't think he's going to be a great NFL quarterback, but this is a guy kind of coming out reminds me of Justin Fields in a way.
0: And he's doing all right.
1: Yeah, he is. And then the other guy, Kenny Pickett, like I told you, I believe he came in third ahead of Stroud in the Heisman voting. I think this guy has what it takes to be better than Stroud and Bryce Young. And I'm hearing from a lot of sources that, it would make perfect sense for the Pittsburgh Steelers to, first of all, draft a quarterback because they need one. And why don't get the, get the guy from Pittsburgh and can he pick it?
0: Is he a local kid?
1: Yeah, he is. He's from Pittsburgh. Perfect.
0: I don't know if that's going to happen, but... I don't think... I mean, do you really think they're going to have a pick that will get him? I don't know. I think he could be the, he could be the first quarterback selected in the draft as picky kid. Then they definitely won't have that pick.
1: I mean, trading up, who knows what the Steelers are going to do. Steelers don't definitely trade up for quarterbacks. But Bryce Young, I'm not, I'm not really surprised that he ended up winning... Winning the Heisman. Do you think all of these guys are going to have good futures in the NFL,
0: though, all four of them? No. Who, don't, I, who not? I just don't think that that's likely. I don't know who it'll be.
1: Yeah, I mean, whether it's Bryce Young. People are down on Mac Jones, and look what's happened
0: so far. Yeah, he hasn't done much. Hey, they're good. They're good. He hasn't done that much. He's I'm, done what he's supposed to. He hasn't done anything too bad. No. Except his first play was a fumble. Yeah, yeah, that was dumb. It a move all backwards.
1: But yeah, that's, that's the update on what happened in the Heisman. Congratulations to Bryce Young. I think I started out like five of the last eight Heisman winners came from Alabama. Yep.
0: Not Makes too sense. much of a
1: surprise. No. All right, let's get to. We've done, we've done trivia the last four weeks. You realize that? Yeah. We did MLB. I've done pretty good. We did MLB one week. We did NBA one week. We did NFL one week. We did NHL one week. But. Last week, I did the best. You did? Yeah, last week was your best week. But I said, I said to was you, Jake— basketball?
0: Was it basketball? I forget.
1: It was NFL. It was NFL. I did the best in NFL. But I said to Jake this week, I, I'm not going to have any, baseball, any MLB. I'm not going to have any NBA. I'm not going to have any NFL. I'm not going to have any NHL. This is going to be tough. So I came up with 10 different sport questions that are nothing like the four
0: we talked about in the four past and, weeks. And just so the, the audience is clear, you mean 10 different sports— Baseball, swimming, But each, each question is a different sport. Yes, it is. So 10 different sports. So I came up 10 with... 10 questions. So we'll
1: see. So we might have yeah, some... I hear you. We might have some... Who are you talking about, Fly? Yeah.
0: Really?
1: Wow. Good guess. All right. Let's start this off. So my, my guess is Jake will get 5 out of the 10 right. I'm going to
0: say I get 4 out of 10 right.
1: All right. Here we go. So question number 1. And then, by the way, we'll have our NFL pixie at the end of the show like we always have. Some college basketball talk in between. But... Question number one out of ten. Okay. In the sport of? Which major league soccer team has lost the most championships? No multiple choice for this one. You ready? I'm ready. New England Revolution. And the correct answer is losing in the championship five times the New England Revolution. Yes. So you like
0: that? Yeah. All right. You like
1: that? Kirk Cousins does. Yeah, you like that? Matt Doran says he thinks you're going to get six right. right?
0: I don't, that one is a... I don't know how I knew that.
1: Yeah. I was very confident. Maybe because they're a team that's in Foxborough. I was very
0: confident in that one.
1: So Jake got... So the, the MLS question, revolution is right. That's Easy money. All right, question number two. We're going to move on to college basketball. Which college basketball team has won the most championships in their history? Ooh. No multiple choice.
0: Yeah, okay. Um... I don't think he knows it. No, but I can guess. Um, the most I'm gonna go with.
1: Hmm, He's gonna say like, I'm gonna go with North Carolina. I knew he was gonna say something. Well, at least you got the color pretty close. That's all I gotta say.
0: Is it Duke? No. Is it Kentucky?
1: No, but the colors you're still in the in the bluish, the bluish. Is theme. it Villanova? No, you're getting kind of dark on the dark side. Okay. Um, this team has won the most college basketball championships, eleven. Um, and they were in the Final Four last season. UCLA? The UCLA Bruins. Really? Eleven championships I didn't UCLA. Know that. Okay, I didn't know that. So Jake's one for two. Alright. Moving on to number three. Okay. We get a boxing question. Oh. <laughs> Who is the famous boxer? That bit a piece of Mike Tyson's ear off.
0: No, you got it wrong. Mike Tyson bit Holyfield's ear. That Mike Tyson bit whose ear off? Evander Holyfield. Correct, All and right. I,
1: I met him. Yeah, you got it backwards, too. But you realize it's not as bad as it seems. I, I, it I was saw a it. little nibble. I saw his ear in person. And I'm like, Ugh, it's kind of gross, but it wasn't that bad.
0: All right, so as Justin got it wrong, Tyson was the biter. Yeah, for
1: Holyfield. So good job. Who said UConn oh, for the last one? All right, so, yeah, Jake's two for three. All right, question number four. It's a golf question. Jake right. Jake's a big-time golfer. We'll golf. see. Yeah. I think he'll get three of the
0: four right for this. Oh, God. What are
1: golf's four major championships?
0: Oh, my God. Um, I don't know. The Masters? Correct. Um, yeah, I'll take one more. Thank you.
1: You want one more? Sure. Okay, i make some noise. Yeah, no, you're good.
0: We'll get more views. Yeah. Um... The Masters, the um, four major championships. Jake's one for four. Oh, the U.S. Open. Correct. All right. The Masters, the U.S. Open. Um,
1: one's obvious. One's not going to happen. I don't. I don't know either of them. Pebble Beach. No. No. I thought you got the P right. I don't know PGA Championship. Yep, that's a thing. Okay. Masters, the U.S. Open, the PGA Championship, um, and the. I don't know this other one was a thing I don't, I don't know Wait, we got Greg Blanchard visiting, what do you say? Greg, from the top rope
0: the FedEx Cup
1: And the correct answer is The Open Championship
0: I'm pretty sure, isn't the FedEx, the FedEx Cup like NASCAR? NASCAR?
1: I think so I thought so too Alright, so, thank you Chris Yes, please Thanks Chris Alright, so we got He's two for four My dad's calling, I don't know what he's doing Alright, here we go Question number five what three tennis players are tied with 20 Grand Slam victories?
0: Men. Yes. Okay. Um, Roger Federer. Correct. 20. Um, Rafael Nadal. Correct. Um, one more. Yeah, I just don't know if this guy is the one. There's only one way to find out. I, Novak Djokovic? Correct. All right. Three for five. We're halfway through. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. I like tennis, as we've discussed.
1: We have discussed. All right, so three for five. We're moving on to the college football question. Well, you could really say this question's any really college question in general, but I said, you know what? Let's play the nickname game for question number six. Oh, God. We're going to name five colleges, and you're going to tell me their nickname. They're like their
0: mascot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So, like the Boston College Eagles. Yeah, but that's not one of them. Okay. You got what I'm saying. All right, so I we to got. Think about that. We got USC. Trojan. I was going to say something. Yeah, you got it. All right. UConn.
0: Uh, I mean, are they... Are they... Are they Wildcats? No, that's Villanova.
1: UConn. um, Uh, I can name the others and you can think about it if you want. All right. Virginia. They're an NBA team. That's your hint. Yeah, Cavaliers. And then Oregon. Duck. And then the Cincinnati.
0: Bearcat. Yeah, whoa. Um, <laughs> I don't uh, know so, UConn Wow, UConn.
1: I thought Yukon would be the one you got out of these five.
0: Uh, wait, Yukon. Um...
1: Kemba Walker, Rudy Yeah, yeah I, I, I know who they James are. James Booknight. Yukon. Uh... No, I don't know. The Yukon Huskies. Yeah. Oh, I did know that. Yeah, I knew that. All right, so Jake, we'll give it to him. Four out of six. All right. Question number Question number 7, it's a hot it's a college hockey question. Okay. If you're a New England fan, you probably should know it. If you, if you're not a New England fan, you probably still should know it. Okay. And if you're just any fan in general, you probably should still know it. <laughs> yeah. What four college hockey teams play in the annual Beanpot tournament? At TD Garden. Okay.
0: Um, BC, correct. Northeastern? Yep. Um, I don't know, UMass? Nope. Okay, um, Harvard. Yup. Um, Massachusetts. Nope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Simmons. Um. <laughs> um ooh. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Um. do you say Massachusetts? Yeah. So we got. Okay. Massachusetts. Um, ooh, this is tough. Um, I don't know the fourth one. BU. Oh, tough. BC, BU, Northeastern, Harvard. All right,
1: question number eight. We're going to give Jake about five and a half out of seven right now. Okay. Question number eight. That's a lot. One of my old favorite things that I've ever watched, the WWE sure what wrestler had the longest winning streak at Wrestlemania oh my god um he's gonna be in the WWE Hall of Fame his winning streak ended at 21 straight WrestleManias one. won this guy scares me at the night. the Undertaker yep the Undertaker right. that I was that thinking was that anyway the Undertaker all right question number nine which college baseball team has won the most championships? how did we go from out of seven to okay whatever Seven of who? Whatever. Keep going. What college baseball team has won the most championships? I gave Jake multiple choice for this. Thank you. A, B, C, B, Only Texas. Only three? C, Michigan, and D, USC. What happened to A?
0: B, C. Oh, B Boston College. I was like, what? You said A, B, C, and it threw me off. Can you repeat them, please? A was B, C. Yeah. B was Texas, C was Michigan, and D was USC. I'm going to go with Texas. Wrong. Michigan. Wrong. BC. Wrong. What was the last one? USC. <laughs> USC. All
1: right, six out of nine. Last question comes from the Olympics. Mm-hmm. No multiple choice for this one. Okay. What five colors
0: are the Olympic rings? Oh, my God. Um, red. Yeah. Yellow. Green. Blue. Correct.
1: Black? Yep. Alright. Good finish. Nice, thanks. Alright, so 7 out of 10. And that was pretty good. Could have been better, could have been worse. Uh, I'm glad you got the five colors I think right? I did fantastic. Pretty good, pretty good. Alright. So, that was... I should have got the Yukon one. The five colors of the Olympic rings. Greg missed that one. wonder if he could get it. Go ahead, Greg. You know the five colors of the Olympic rings? No, not silent colors. Come on, start
0: saying colors. I'm going to say this very dumb. Gold, right? No, there's no gold. All right, he already got (laughs) There's no gold. Well, this is now the episode
1: of America's famous bloopers sponsored by all the blah. He couldn't get one color.
0: He said gold as his first choice. That
1: might be on the blooper reel in a couple of years. All right, here we go. All right, we'll talk some college basketball, then we'll get into our picks of the week. Jake. Yeah. Things are getting crazy in college basketball right now. Sure. Baylor is the new number one this week, but... I don't know. I've watched a lot of college basketball so far this season. I don't think there's a true number one. Okay. Am I right or am I wrong?
0: I think you're right. There's been a new number one every week.
1: We've had Baylor. We've had Gonzaga. Duke. We've, we've had Duke and we've had Purdue. Purdue. We've had four number one teams and we're not even – we're barely a month through the season. Right. Good luck filling out your bracket. Thank you. But, I mean, whether it's going back and going back this season and realizing Gonzaga is a team that people have said had a chance to go undefeated. They're crazy. They've already lost two games this season. But Chet Holgrim. Yeah. Rutgers beat Purdue at the buzzer, which was crazy. What happens? Ohio State beat Duke. Yep. And Baylor's number one right now because I'm not just saying this. Say it. I've watched a lot of college basketball in my day. I think the game the other day on Sunday, Baylor held Duke. Baylor had Villanova to 36 points. Best defensive performance I've ever seen in any college basketball game by that Baylor team. Wow. Ever. That's a
0: bold thing to say. I've
1: watched a lot of games. And don't forget, this is a Baylor team that lost four starters from their team that won the championship last season. Yep, they lost Masvidal, Teague, Davion Mitchell, Jared Butler, and Mark Vital. They only returned one of their five starters from last season, and they held
0: transfers.
1: Um, no, they had the Flagler guy, and they got Meyer, that white guy with yep. the long hair, the yep. shooter. But they they brought a lot of transfers over. They got two freshmen that are projected to be first round picks. This is a Baylor team right now that I wasn't too high on them to begin the season, but. That's a good Villanova team they're that they held to 36 points. They're going to
0: be good. I mean, there's no there's no denying Baylor is a good program. So you know they're going to be there. Um, I just don't love them as much as I do other teams. Yeah, we'll talk about some other teams that you love more. But I, but I do think that they're going to be around. They're sure. number one for a reason. They're, they're probably like a, like an Elite Eight team. And stupid me for
1: last, last season, if I remember correctly, I think I had Ohio State beating Baylor to get to the Final Four. I, didn't I had have, Baylor
0: knocking them off.
1: I didn't have Baylor in the Final Four last season. Look what happened there. But, I mean, there's a lot of parity right now. I believe Gonzaga is number four in the country right now. Baylor's number one.
0: Like I said, there's four teams that have been number one. But yep. are there any teams you really like? We haven't even mentioned that. I, I named two teams I like and two teams I don't like that are in the top fringe area. We haven't even mentioned Michigan, a team people that are in the top ten.
1: They've lost four games this year so far. Wow. As many as they've lost all last season. Mm-hmm. I mean, they lost Franz Wagner. They lost... Um, livers. They lost a couple of good guys from mm-hmm. that team last season, but
0: too much parity right now. Yeah. So there are two teams I am a fan of um, because of their talent on roster and because of the way they've been playing. The first one is Purdue. I know they, they took a tough loss, but I think Ivy is one of the best players in college basketball. I think Edie and Travion Williams— yes. Are are a fantastic one-two combo in the in the big man slot. that definitely bring different things to the table. It makes the defense very hard to. Williams to, is nasty. It makes the defense very hard to 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 defend against. Jeff Goodman, who um, we actually met before the
1: um, the thing at Mohegan, or yeah, it was Mohegan. Yep. He said, never in his lifetime of covering college basketball, he's covered it for like the past fifteen years. Out of all the top ten best players in the sport of college basketball, has he ever seen a guy,
0: Travion Williams, coming off a bench when he comes up? Yeah, the he's fantastic. He thinks
1: he's one of the top ten players again. He's,
0: he's fantastic. Um, so I really like Purdue. I think they're going to be around. Um, I like that, that shooter, too. Who, um, um, Stefanovic? Stefanovic. Yeah, I mean, they, they have good talent. So I do like Purdue. The other team I'm a fan of is Kansas. Now, they haven't been a number one this year. Yeah, surprisingly. They have a fantastic scorer in... Uh, Ochi Ochiabaji, Ochi Abaji and, and he is going to keep them relevant for the entirety of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're a good team They they have more than him But they're a good team Because of him
1: They return all the guys From last year Whether it's Christian Brown Whether it's Jalen Wilson David McCormick The five men in the middle They got a lot of good players mm-hmm. On that team And they added Remy Martin So those are Jake's Two favorite teams And I, those were on my list as well Like I said Baylor's a team That I'm never too high about But you gotta like them The way they've been The culture's been amazing The last couple of seasons Again Gonzaga's another team They, very, very they lost. Cultural. They lost three starters Last season and And they're still Putting on a great performance So far Another team I don't think a lot of people are mentioning right now, but the Arizona Wildcats have been yeah. unbelievable. Undefeated. Haven't lost yet. They just knocked off Illinois the other day. This is a team coming into the season a lot of people didn't have in their top 25. I didn't have him in my top 25, but remember the name, Benedict Mathurin. Playing what one- is it? Benedict Mathurin. Thank you. From um, Canada, playing like one of the best players in the nation right now. I believe he's averaging 26 a game, and... I'm telling you right now, this would be a shock to me if this team doesn't reach at least the Sweet 16. Wow. They got two great bigs. Well, I mean, they're undefeated. They fired their coach last season. They brought over Gonzaga's top assistant, and they have been unbelievable right now. And they've been an Illinois team that's really good. And they have been playing without Andre Corbello because injury. Illinois is another team that, don't count them out just because A.O. DuSumo is not playing anymore. Illinois is good. i Alaba- Alabama, team that's on TV right now, I don't know if there's to right now. Is very good, top 10 worthy. They're the team that just knocked off Gonzaga. And Alabama a team that I believe they're number six or number seven right 14, now. 11. Alabama's winning? Yeah. They get four unbelievable guards led by Jaden Shackleford and Javon Quinterly. They're a team that you gotta, gotta at least remember, especially when you're filling out your brackets. And then Seton Hall. I know Jake likes Seton Hall. All right. I, th- I think Seton Hall gets a big I think they've been guards.
0: a little underrated. By, uh, by Ken Palm
1: Yeah That's a, Ken Palm I'm surprised you knew What that was Ken Palm is Ken Palm is unbelievable If you haven't Go on Ken Palm right now If you want to But they're good Seton Hall is good They got great guards They got great experience They did lose Kelly Amishkelejvili To the NBA draft But man They got a lot of good nah, You like that name I, Yeah I remember Mama. him I remember him They got a lot of good players But am I missing anyone And then You can't count out Duke I'm going to Because I don't like Blanchero you don't like him? He's gonna be a top no, two I, pick. I don't like him at all. He's gonna be a top two pick. I don't like
0: him. Why? Um I think his his tendency to go ISO is a little too heavy. I I think that he would be better off being a playmaker and, you know, a a go to scorer second. Yeah, I see what you um, mean. Um I, I just don't like his decision making on the court. I think he can only improve I mean again he's only a sure, freshman. sure but I am not confident in that team going as far as you are saying i don't I don't consider them a legitimate championship contender the way he plays right now yeah because I think at the end of games if they're struggling, he's gonna keep going back to that that pot trying to trying to make his ISO game work and if it doesn't, they're screwed I think he needs to get the guards more involved and they don't
1: have the best guards either. Before we go to the NFL picks, another name to watch out for. Another team to watch out for. Bruce Pearl from Sharon, Massachusetts has the Auburn Tigers playing unbelievable basketball right now. And the main reason why, I know people talk about Chet Holmgren as the number one pick. They talk about Paolo Benchero as the number one pick. People talk about Jaden Ivey as potentially Curbelo. a top three pick. Curbelo. eh? Jabari Smith. Oh. In my opinion, Jabari Smith. He's playing like the best freshman in all college basketball right now. This guy is 6'10", shoots the ball, brings the ball to the hoop, plays unbelievable defense. He can honestly bring the ball up the way Ben Simmons can bring the ball up the court. This guy has what it takes to be the number one pick in the draft. I don't think he's going to be because of home Grimm and Banchero. But right now, if you're, tell, if you're telling me right now what I think that the top three picks are going to be in order, I think it's going to be Bonchero 1. And what, what are we on right now? What's the date in the calendar? This is only December 14th. I think Bunchero's going one. Bless you, Greg. I hope you don't sneeze again because you might have trouble breathing. We got Bunchero one. I think Shet is going to go two. And I think the third pick in the draft is going to be Jabari Smith from Auburn. You don't Auburn. think it'll be Jaden Ivey? No, I think Jabari Smith goes three. I think whoever gets Ivey is, getting a, is a, getting a real player. Yeah, they're getting a steal. But Jabari, Jake, you got to remember the name. I'm telling you right now. If you don't pick Auburn to go to at least the round of 32, then we might have to call a therapist or something wrong with you or something oh, like okay. that. All right, but Jabari Smith's great. He really is. I watched his game the other day, and I was extremely impressed. I'm not saying he's Kevin Whoa. Durant, but I was impressed with what he has. All right. Speaking about impressed, J D. Davison, the guy with a huge afro for Alabama, he's a first round pick too. Okay. J D. Davison. He threw a beautiful lob. Who hey, J D. Davison? He's good. He's really good. All right. Let's get to the NFL picks of the week. We might not want to tell the audience what the um, what the count is right now. That's
0: but- okay. It'll just make the story that much better.
1: I'm up 11 games with four to go, four weeks to go. How did that happen? I have done poorly. Well, you had Carolina, Houston. Arizona. Detroit and Arizona. Oops. All right, Jake. So, after 14 weeks, you're 128 and 60. Nice. And I'm 139 and 69. Nice. All right, week 15. This is a weird week. You know why?
0: Whoa, whoa. How can I have less losses than you? What are you talking about? You just said I had 60 losses. 128 and 80. Thank you. And I'm
1: 139 to 69. Okay, not as nice. The rum and coke was strong, guys. Don't don't get the food. Yeah, I I can't see the coke. All right, so the weird thing about week 15 is we have games on four days of the week. Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Let's start with a Thursday night game. Okay. Get your pen out. Get your paper out. Because it's time for Week 15 NFL Picks. Thursday night football, Kansas
0: City. Now, now, now. I know it's hard to beat a team twice in one season, but. Hold on to your butts. Well, you can let go of your (laughs) butt-kers. Because I've got the Chargers in this game. Oh, the Harrison-Buckers. I got the Chargers in this game. I'll take them at home.
1: You got the Chargers? Yep. I'm taking the Chiefs in this game, Thursday night football. I understand that the Chargers are home. I think this is going to be a great— And the
0: Chargers have already won.
1: Could be one of the better Thursday night games of the season. Yep. I'm taking Kansas City to win this game. It's going to be a great battle between Herbert and Mahomes. I really do think so. All right. Saturday football. Yes. We, we, We get a doubleheader on Saturday. Yep. 4.30, Saturday, Las Vegas, Derek Carr, Hunter Renfro. They're going to Cleveland to face the Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield. This is one of those games where I actually had trouble deciding on who's going to win. Yep. But I went with the home team. I went with Cleveland.
0: I'm taking the Raiders. Are you really? Yes, I am. Um, You can see I already have it written down. Um, I got the Raiders here. I think that this is a game they can win. Cleveland is not. I'm surprised they beat Baltimore. Um, I really am not the biggest fan of Cleveland. I was earlier in the season, but they just play ugly games, and I think the Raiders can get this win. Should be, a, should be a good start to Saturday, but the game I'm looking forward to the most, obviously.
1: Patriots are coming off a bye. The Colts are coming off a bye. Patriots bye, have a seven. Bye, bye, I hope we're not saying bye, bye, bye. Or at least straight, straight, straight. All right. We got the Patriots coming off a seven-game win streak right now. This could be their toughest challenge of the season.
0: It could. Jonathan Taylor is a beast. Um, he's going to be the toughest running back we've had to play all season. I think he's actually having a better year than Kamara and it's a harder challenge for the oh, patriots yeah. to stop. Um, I think this is going to be a hard game. The Colts can play with anybody and our defense is not going to be as powerful and impactful as it is against other teams against this team. So I and they they've stated they are going to make Mac win this game. The Colts said they they're going to yeah, make that. Mac win this game. It's not about the run game. Mac has to win this He's game. He's going to have to win the game. It's going to be tough, but I, I think the patriots can do it.
1: Yeah, I'm going with the Patriots in this game. As much as I, th- I was thinking about going against them, I'm thinking about this matchup. That's J.D. Davison, by the way. Star. I love that kid. All right. I think J.C. Jackson's going to probably be on Michael Pittman in this game. And then I'm not too concerned with their other receivers. I think the, CY, main, the main thing is Pascal. whether – Yeah, they, they get some good guys. But I think when, it all, when it's all said and done, I think we're going to be able to stop John Taylor. Not stop him, but at least contain him. To what, 100 We're gonna have to if he goes over 100. Colts are gonna win this game. I think. Okay. I think Taylor goes for 84 yards in this game rushing. Patriots win. It's gonna be close. I think. I'm. I think we're talking about 84. Yeah, that's my prediction. John Taylor rushed for 84 yards. Okay. I say the Patriots win a game. I see this like a 27-23 football game. I think Mac Jones is gonna be fine. I don't think the Colts have the best secondary in the world. To be honest with you. No. They don't. But they're gonna have but to But our receivers
0: aren't very good either.
1: They're not. But get get Johnny Smith involved. Get Kendrick Hunter Henry more involved. Make Kendrick Bourne have some runs. I mean, I, I'm excited to see this game. I really am. But first game, me and Jake disagreed with this week. All right, Sunday at one, Carolina at Buffalo. Buffalo better win this game.
0: Yeah, I got Buffalo here. They're gonna I think win. This is this is the one that turns it around. For if Buffalo loses day. this game, then the world is
1: officially falling flat, like Kyrie Irving wants to say. But. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't losing to Cam Newton
0: No, they are not It was close last year, but
1: Arizona at Detroit Arizona coming off a tough Monday night loss They're De- not
0: this, th- this is actually very uh, meaningful Because the Cardinals are now In a position where if they lose they, they can give up their spot in the division So I think that they really step it up here And, and get a win yeah, they have to win. They're not losing that Detroit. you kidding me? It's
1: not Thanksgiving. I'm not joking. We're, we're talking about an Arizona team that just lost to the Rams. DeAndre Hopkins is going to have a feast with this Lions defense. Kyle Murray should be able to run all over them. I'm taking the Cardinals, Jake. I agree with you on that one. The Jets at the Miami Dolphins, AFC East Divisional matchup. Miami's bye might have came in a bad time because they were playing good football,
0: but Yeah, it, it's, very, the Jets. it's something people may not know. The Dolphins have the second longest winning streak in the NFL. Wow. They've won five in a row. Um, they're going to win again. Yeah, they're not, they're not losing to the Jets. I don't think they're going to lose to this Jets team. I mean,
1: are you kidding me? This is a Jets team that's looked horrible all season long. Right. It's not changing this week. Next up, another divisional game, this time in the NFC. Actually, two NFC East games, Jake. We got, we got Dallas and the Giants, then we got Washington and the Eagles. Okay. First off, Dallas at the Giants. Dallas will win. Um. Yeah, I'm with you there. Dallas should handle him. I mean, this is a Giants team that has not looked good for a little while now, and it doesn't sound like Daniel Jones is going to be playing this week. Bold prediction for me from this game is CeeDee Lamb leads the league in receiving yards this week. With? 166. Okay. That's a lot. So Dallas... We both agree with Dallas here. And then for the other game, we got the Washington football team at the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Eagles are another team coming off the bye. Yep, Washington's the 6-7 and seven right now.
0: I'm taking the Eagles at home. Football team. You are? Football team. I think Heineke is playing well. Um, he stepped up against good teams. And he's won against bad teams. So... I think the Eagles are somewhere in the middle of, the, of those two marks, bad and, and good. Bad and good. So, I think that he has a good chance here, and I think they win this game.
1: So, Jake's on the football team bandwagon. I'm on the Eagles bandwagon. I love the football team. We will see how that goes. So, three games we disagree with this week so far. We have two more 1 o'clock games. Tennessee at Pittsburgh. Kind of one of those games that – it's kind of a low-key good game. Pittsburgh's coming off a tough loss to the Vikings. Tennessee doesn't have A.J. Brown or Derrick Henry. They got Julio. I think, I think this is the last go round. it sounds like right now, for Big Ben Roethlisberger. Pittsburgh is in need of a win if they want to make the playoffs, and I think they do win this week against Tennessee.
0: You know, this one was a tough one, um, and I see where you're coming from. But I got, I got the Titans here. Um, I think that top to bottom, even without those guys, they're the better team. Um, the P- Pittsburgh Steelers just seem to be unable to string everything together that they need. I know a couple times now they've been down big in games and come all the way back and, yeah. and still lost, which makes me think they're a better team than, than you know, the record shows. But the Titans are good. Whether they, they have their guys or not, they, they know how to play, and I, I think they're going to win the game.
1: I think it's a good matchup for Pittsburgh. I really do, especially without A.J. Brown. I think Pittsburgh's secondary is very underrated. I still think it's very good, and I can see this being a low-scoring game that Pittsburgh wins, and obviously Derek Henry is still not playing. Last 1 o'clock game of the week, probably the worst game of the week, we got the Houston Texans and the Jacksonville Jaguars basically battling for last place. Yep. These teams stink. They really are both horrible. You got Davis Mills. You got Trevor Lawrence. He's had a horrible season. I'm, I got, I'm going with
0: Houston. I got Houston in this one, too. I actually like Houston. This I, I, one I really do easily. like Houston.
1: Even though they're away. Houston's I think a better team. They're
0: the better overall team. Definitely.
1: And Davis Mills isn't horrible, but he just threw for over 300 yards against Seattle. He's not bad. So yeah, I got Houston as well. Alright. 405 games. Cincinnati
0: at Denver. Cincinnati's gonna kill them. They're just they're just top to bottom of the better teams. Yeah.
1: I'm going with Denver. Okay. I think it's a great matchup for the Denver Broncos. All said and done when I when I thought about this matchup through and through. Cincinnati's really good. Why? Because they get, they get a great offense with Joe Burrow. Very good receivers. A good running game. Yep. I think it's a perfect matchup for Denver in the secondary. Sertan. Uh,
0: they they're good. Justin Simmons. They're good. They don't have enough to defend Cincinnati.
1: I think the Broncos secondary is a great matchup against these Bengals wide receivers. And I think Teddy Bridgewater at home. Yeah. will get it done. I don't know. Wow. Good game. It will be a close game. I'm taking Denver at home. I don't think it's easy to play those games in Denver especially with Joe Burrow that's never played it's there before. It's not, but they're not like an undefeated like
0: monster at home. They're not a good football team. So Jake takes Cincinnati
1: other 4 5 game Atlanta at San Francisco. Mhm. I told you Jimmy G was playing good.
0: Yeah, I got San Francisco in this game. They're the better
1: team. I think it continues this week. Atlanta just doesn't have a lot. They are playing decent
0: football right now. Yeah, they beat the Panthers.
1: In there they're only a game below 500 but San Francisco offense, defense, special teams. This team's much better than, than the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going with San Francisco as well. All right. Two good games actually happened at four twenty five. We got Seattle playing
0: at the Rams. Why do you think that's a good game? Entertaining game. Russell Wilson. I think a year ago it was entertaining. Matthew Stafford. The Seahawks suck.
1: They're not good, and I don't think they're gonna win this game, but neither
0: do I. I got the Rams. Easy. I get, I get the Rams. I think it should be like a
1: eight to ten point game. Eight point eight to ten point win for the Rams.
0: Okay. I think it could be more. Russell Wilson can't even, like, throw a touchdown right now.
1: He was good against Houston.
0: Yeah, he was good against Houston. But, yeah, I mean... Name one thing that Houston and the Rams are equal in. Um, both their kickers are pretty pretty good. There you go. Yeah, I get the Rams in this game. Even then, I think the Rams have a significantly better kicker. Come
1: on, you don't like Fairbairn?
0: Is he even kicking for them right now? Yeah. I think he's hurt.
1: No, he came back. He made, like, a 61 yards this past week.
0: Green Bay out at the
1: one of the better games of the week if Lamar Jackson does play. Game. 425, probably Buck Aikman and the whole crew. I mean, Lamar Jackson hasn't looked
0: great this season. He got hurt last game. Green Bay right now, they look good. They do. They look fantastic. I'm taking um, Green Bay. I mean, Chicago's defense is up and down, but they dropped 45 on them. I got Green Bay too. Yeah, I get Green Bay over Baltimore in that game. Moving
1: on to the Sunday night game. Another Tom Brady Sunday night game. Taysom Hill in the Saints against Tom Brady and the Bucks. This is a revenge game. The Bucks are gonna kill him. Bucks will smoke them. I get the Bucks by maybe twenty plus. I think this is a game where Godwin, Evans, Fournette say we'll Fournier, put all Fournier. We'll put all the stuffing, Walker, mashed potatoes, and gravy in your face, Great. Yeah, they get they get too many weapons for New Orleans, especially without Breeze, Gio Bernard. Bucks will win. And then finally, Monday night. Actually, a game that's not that bad on Monday night. Minnesota-Chicago. Okay. Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields. You like that? No, I don't like that because the Chicago Bears are my upset of the week. I have Chicago winning at home against Minnesota. I think Minnesota is a horrible road team. I think Justin Fields is going to be tough to defend for
0: this Minnesota Vikings defense. So the Bears are my upset pick of the week. I'm going to have to disagree here. And, and I'm disagreeing with a couple things you said. Um, calling them a bad road team. The Packers... Beat Minnesota by a field goal in Lambeau. They are a bad road team, though. That's harder to do than go to Chicago. I Um, I don't think they can stop fields. I think Dalvin goes off. He could. And I got Minnesota in this game. I think Adam Thielen's a big loss for this Vikings team. I really do. Are they going to cry about it, or are they going to throw to Justin Jefferson? They'll throw to Justin Jefferson.
1: All right. Try to throw to Tyler Conklin as well, but I don't think it's going to work that well. I get Chicago in this game. And Irv Smith Jr., I think he's out. Yeah, he is. Six games we disagree on this week. Looks like it could be a
0: 17-point lead. Yeah, or well, we're going to get it back down to single digits.
1: All right, so those are our picks. What's your lock?
0: Uh, my lock, Cincinnati. My lock's Green
1: Bay against Baltimore. My upset, Chicago. My two bold predictions, like I told you. My you's...
0: upset will be Washington. Really? Yeah.
1: Football. I, my bold prediction, CeeDee Lamb leads the week in receiving yards with 166. In my other bold prediction this week, four teams fail to score double-digit points. I'll make a bold
0: prediction. I'm going to say... Tua Taglaviola throws at least three touchdowns. Are you serious? I'm serious. Tua Taglaviola.
1: You think that's going to happen? Yes. Why don't? No, no, it could. It could. It could. I'm not going against you, Jake. But Thanks. My... Bold prediction of the week is the four teams don't score double digits. CeeDee Lamb leads the week in receiving yards. One fantasy football question this week coming from the one and only Matt Doran. Sorry that you missed the playoffs, but I'm not too sorry. Yes, because Is he I still missed playing it. fantasy? I don't know what he's doing. He's playing with his own fantasies. Oh, sorry. Are you listening, Matt? He's
0: playing All, right. With
1: something. All right, Matt Doran. Your fantasy football question of the week. Let me just type in your name to make it easier here. Matt Doran wants to know. He wants to know a lot of things, but can't share those over the air. But um, he got a fantasy question for the show tonight. With the playoffs starting, do you think this is the best lineup? You want me to tell you the lineup?
0: I guess I'll look at it. You're not helping the viewership here with this. Josh Allen, Ezekiel Elliott, Austin Eckler,
1: Tyree Kill, Tyler Lockett, Dawson Knox, Cordero Patterson at the flex, Buccaneers defense, Greg Joseph as the kicker. Oh, my God. He's sitting Russell Wilson for Josh Allen. He's oh my hitting Hunt. God! Well, you like this team? What is this like an eight-team league? Hunter Renfro is on his bench. Darrell
0: Williams is on his bench. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I like it. That's this is what I would do. Um, I think if Hunt plays, there's an argument to be made about. Him over Elliott. I think Zeke is like the the one hole here, just because they're they're going lightly with him.
1: Matt, I like um, it too. I like it too. Except I don't like one thing.
0: I'm telling you right now,
1: as much as Josh Allen seems like the better option than Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, you can't, will, Ru- you can't do it. But. I'm I don't t- know
0: why you have both of them, first of all. I think
1: Russell Wilson's going to score more points than Josh Allen just because of this one reason. I think the Buffalo game against Carolina is going to turn into a huge blowout. I think they're going to run the okay. ball a shit ton. And I no, think no, Russell no, no, Wilson
0: no, Russell Wilson, will end the week with more points than Josh Allen. I don't, I don't know. But it's see, something that you problem, probably can't do. The problem is Wilson will probably throw a pick. Um, and Allen, you're right. There's a chance that the first couple touchdowns of the game are rushing and then... It's like, okay, he's really gonna take his foot off the off the gas pedal. Very possible. But I just don't wanna bet on a blowout because it it doesn't seem like the right thing to do. Um, I I think, you know, Alan Allen will still play, you know, well into the fourth quarter, even if he's not, you know, trying to run up the score on them, but why aren't they going to try and run up the score? They've been getting killed the last couple of weeks. They've, they've taken some tough losses. I think they need to make a statement. No, I think they will run up the score. I just don't think it's going to be happening past. And their run game sucks. Josh Allen's going to throw the ball. Yeah, I mean, probably start their Allen. Their run game sucks.
1: Probably start Allen, Matt, but don't come to me crying when Russell Wilson gets more fantasy points.
0: Right. If Hunt's active, you take out Zeke.
1: On that note... We're going to end the show. Week 68, all the balls. Jake, good luck to you fantasy-wise. Thank you. Greg, good luck to you fantasy-wise. We can only have one winner and one loser. So one of them is going to be crying. one loser. Jake's already starting to drink right now. He's getting nervous. But um, thank you to everyone for listening. Wait, Matt said should I put in Hunter Renfro over anyone? Mm-mm. No. No. I wouldn't do it. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Week 68, all the balls. Good luck to everyone that was fortunate enough to make the playoffs in fantasy. And for those of you that didn't make the playoffs, start prepping for next season like me. I've already, I'm already
0: starting my list. Yeah, I got my rankings done for next year.
1: I'm going to start soon. There's nothing else Number to do. one
0: pick, Pat Mahomes. Right, Greg?
1: Hey, you made the playoffs. I didn't. All right. Thank you, everyone, for commenting, for listening. We'll see you next week for, you know what next week is? No. Week 69, All the Balls, wow. is coming up next week. We, it's coming up next week. All right, on that note, we're going to end the show. Oh, boy. We'll see you guys later. For Week 68, that's Jake Platter. I'm Justin Miller. Have a good night.